heard of sun bleaching now get ready for freezer bleaching <laughs> will i watch the Frasier reboot that's coming <laughs> very possible <laughs> it's very possible i mean As i watched the first three episodes of the roseanne reboot oh and then i watched the connors when roseanne got kicked off did you watch uh, <laughs> Roseanne, like the original TV show? Yeah, I watched some of it. I never watched all of it, but I did watch it. <laughs> okay. I feel like I just missed that entire generation of like sitcom. I don't have any love for any of them. You never watched like everyone, Everybody Loves the Men? Nope. They would always come on and I would immediately change the channel. But you watched Home Improvement, right? A little bit, yeah. Drew Carey show? Did you ever watch that? No, honestly, I was shocked that Drew Carey had his own TV show, and mm. I thought that it was a spinoff of Whose Line. <laughs> well, it was called the Drew Carey Power Hour. Because <laughs> 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 they were back-to-back on ABC. <laughs> I do remember that ad, now that you mention it. Um, And they canceled, what was it? Uh, it was a sitcom starring an Asian American woman. They canceled her <laughs> for Drew Carey and for more Drew Carey. What show was canceled for more Drew Carey show? Pulp sitcom. It was a Margaret Cho show? Yeah. B.D. Wong was in it? Uh-huh. And See, they canceled it for more Drew Carey? <laughs> there was some interview I saw where Margaret Tro kept saying that ABC was demanding that she lose weight. And then they canceled her and put on Drew Carey. <laughs> hey, they got him to lose weight eventually. <laughs> Not until he took over for Bob Barker. It took some time. Even fucking Ashley Johnson was in this show. And she's huge now. Yeah. They had fucking Ming-Na Wen. They had Daniel Day Kim. Oprah was... Jack Black was in it! (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm now grandpa. All right, now that you've heard our theme song, we are leading into the episode. Uh, This is where I announce that we are no longer going to be quizzing each other on movies, but instead episodes of the TV series All-American Girl, (laughs) which had 19 episodes, a single season, ran from September 14th, 1994 to March 15th, 1995. A show that neither of us ever could have watched. We can buy it on DVD on Amazon for $9. Well, uh, looks like we figured out what happens uh, if you bust this season. (laughs) If you bust, you owe me the DVD. If you don't bust, I'll buy it for you. All right. I guess that's the deal. The terms and conditions have been set. What better way to celebrate Asian animation than by sending you a DVD copy of an Asian American sitcom, which may or may not be any good at all. Right. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen, while the other one desperately wishes that B.D. Wong would just give them a handshake. I thought you were going to say something very different. (laughs) Nope. uh, I am nothing but wholesome. I think I've made it clear over the course of this show that I don't do any blue comedy. You don't want B.D. Wong to give you a blowjob. I don't want that. I don't. Uh, I'm your co-host, Ethan. And (laughs) I'm your co-host, Wes. This should be a shorty. We're talking Lou over the wall. I think that the problem that I'm having is I haven't watched this movie in like a month now, so I don't remember what... I'm not in the headspace of it at all. 
Let me tell you, Lou is quite lewd. <laughs> More like lewd over the wall. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just, uh, we're wrapping this up. We're talking about this chunk of movies a little bit. Uh, and then prepping for next week's episode, which I believe should be a guest episode if I can get everything right. Uh, I am going on vacation, which just means that I'm closer to Wesley. <laughs> And uh, I will not be speaking to him. <laughs> I do like the idea that I would come into the Midwest and just never say hello to anyone that I know, which I have done a couple of times. Yeah. Not even your mom. Mm-mm. My ma. There was a time where I forgot to tell my mom that I was coming back to the Midwest for a little bit. <laughs> I was only there for like a day. I was there for it. I was in, I was on a trip from Wisconsin, so from the Midwest to the Midwest, not worth the time. Anyway, I asked you what you knew about Lou over the wall. Uh, you told me what happens. You said that Lou over the wall is inspired by Wilson W. Wilson. Uh, it's a guy named Lou, known as the guy on the other side of the wall. It takes place in a secluded town with a wall surrounding it, and everyone is afraid of the scary stuff beyond the wall. Lou is on the other side and tries to tell people that it's okay to come over and everyone is giving them reasons not to. Lou comes to them. Buddy, I got to give you a point and a half for that. That's pretty close. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's not a wall in a traditional sense, but yeah, it's pretty close. The wall is a giant rock and Lou is first isn't a guy named Lou, but she does think that there's no reason for them not to... <laughs> hang out and she does hang out with them it's not even clear she understands that she shouldn't hang out no she's just coming to hang out she's a little girl or is she she sure looks like one which (laughs) (laughs) prevents me from giving it five stars understandable (laughs) speaking of reasons that you might feel weird about this movie what attracts the mermaid lou to the main character kai you said it's because he's hot uh he's very muscular He has a sensitive side. He's an ostracized loner. And she sees him on the shore singing a musical number. That's pretty close. Yeah. I wouldn't say his loneliness is what attracts her to him. But yeah, it's the music at first. And then just like curiosity and his. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess his loneliness makes it so that he's available. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so you're saying he's available. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is, I believe, actually. I like the idea of someone like in a tavern that's like on a dark and stormy night, and they're saying, there's a misanthrope living in the castle on the top of the hill. And someone going, oh, so you're saying he's available. <laughs> That'd be a nice uh, sequel to Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Yeah. See Don Some... Knotts play that role. Yeah. He's never left the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's wrong with the public broadcasting system in Hinashi Town? Uh, you said all the workers quit, or the power lines and radio lines have gone down, or the too cool shock jock DJ got me too'd. What was the question again? What's wrong with the public broadcasting system in that town? There's like, uh, is it the echo? Yeah, it's just too loud. Yeah. So you have to take pauses. <laughs> a lot. Reminds me of my high school graduation where whenever there's student speakers at a high school graduation, you're like, and it's an outdoor ceremony. Mm-hmm. The student speakers are always thrown by the fact that they can like hear their voice. Mm-hmm. And then it just completely fucks up their speech. <laughs> because for some reason, no one ever told them about this. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been public speaking and like editing my own voice for a long time. But I forget that people don't know what they sound like and usually don't like it. Yeah. How do you feel about that editing this show? I feel pretty good at, about it. I, I'm pretty good at it. First of all, I got to say, you're pretty good at it. Wes has been taking over for the last 10 episodes, so if you have any complaints about quality, it's all him. And if you have any 
compliments yeah. again. Praise. All him. <laughs> yeah. Look, I have to give back my Kids Choice Award because I gotta say that belongs to Wesley. You you gotta show me that before we're done. I do. Yeah, it's. I still haven't seen you hold it. It's wedged into the corner of my kitchen counter. <laughs> I have two figurine display cases, and it is in neither of them. <laughs> Mostly just because uh, it needs to be sanded down a little bit more. Mm. It's a little too bumpy. I haven't taken a picture with it because I think someone could tell that it's fresh from the printer, not that I don't deserve it. It's certainly not fraudulent. <laughs> could you have paid more money to have it engraved? <laughs> like with the with my name or with the reason why I could you it. is that what you're asking could you yeah like is that something that they no it wasn't an, an option i was looking for one uh how dare they uh and then the next and final open-ended question what is kai's family business why does that become important you said they were cobblers because you love the adam sandler cobbler movie uh fishermen they're not kai's Kai's family, yeah. Oh, no, they make umbrellas. Yeah, his granddad makes umbrellas. But he used to be. Did used to be a fisherman. Everybody in the town used to be a fisherman. Uh, Cool. So coming out of open-ended, you have two points. So don't get too worried. You're still shooting low, sweet chariot. Moving on to multiple choice, why do Kai's classmates want him to join their band? You said it's because his poetry would make great lyrics. Uh, why did they want him to join the band? Mm-hmm. It's he um has that like I don't know is synth is it a synth? Yeah, he's got it's a beat pad, I think. Yeah. Is that the reason why? I, d- well, they I found, didn't catch it. They found his YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which I think is the worst thing that could happen to anyone in high school. Or yeah. worse, as an adult, if someone found your middle school YouTube channel. Wes, have you deleted your YouTube channel that you made in middle school? I didn't have a YouTube channel in middle school. I posted videos on Facebook. <laughs> Ah, so and a lot of still... those have been deleted. Yeah, that's smart. I do have a YouTube channel that I had in middle school, and I deleted it, so all those videos should be gone. However, there was a channel that I started with two of my friends. The one who had the password for it, I don't know where he is or what he's doing. That channel still exists. <laughs> you can find it. Um, and you can find me doing a precursor to the Let's Play trend that took off like five years after I posted that video. Hmm. All right. But let me tell you what people don't want to see during a Let's Play. Uh, and it's just the people playing the game. So it's just a video of you all just playing the game. It's a video of three 12-year-olds playing a video game, <laughs> sitting on the floor of my basement. All right. Does your basement look largely the same? No. Uh, the, the basement was pretty different back then. Mm-hmm. What's on Merfolk Island? You said nothing, and that's why it's perfect. Or that's wrong. Uh, a bunch of rocks. There's an auditorium, not an auditorium, it's an arena. Abandoned amusement parks there. Yeah, we didn't see much of it, though. Not until it's rebuilt. Yeah. I would go to that fucking amusement park. (laughs) It looked cool as hell. (laughs) I would love to see a captured mermaid in a cage. Mm -hmm. Trying to avoid sunlight. I want the big like bell trap that comes on them afterwards. I just I don't even want. To, I just need to know that they're there. I don't need to see them. 
I want it to be kind of like a crane game. <laughs> that would be fun. And then uh, if you catch the mermaid, they die. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that would be bleak. Nice. Or fun. I don't yeah. know where you were going. I just yeah, completed nice. your sentence. I'm sorry. Nice? Okay. Um, What don't this movie's mermaids have in common with vampires? You were correct. Uh, you said garlic aversion. They don't have that. Yeah. Because it would be weird. Carmex that. Carmex that mouth. Oh, yeah. Look how glossy those lips are. Nice and moist. Like the stomata of a plant. Keeping it open. Nice and hydrated. Give us a little pop. Give us a little. Give daddy, give daddy a pop. <laughs> I just had some seventh graders. Um when I asked for their full name to check out their books, they're like, I don't remember what their names were. It was like Marcus daddy. And then I was like, excuse me. And they're like, Oh, sorry. That's what the ladies call me. And then I'm like, I just put down my scanner. And I was like, okay, let me just clear the air for you. No girl wants to call you daddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, as you get into the dating world, if you find yourself in a situation where you're asking someone to call you daddy, just know that's something you're forcing on them. No one wants uh, to look at their boyfriend and think about their father. <laughs> I Okay, hold on. Let's not say no one. I suppose. I'm not I'm not here to play in absolutes because only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> I'm calling Wes a Sith for saying for critiquing daddy culture. Yeah. But we could spend a whole bunch of time talking about how uh Jedi also deal in absolutes. Yeah, who would such as making that statement that <laughs> that Sith are only dealing absolutely <laughs> like pretty. <laughs> um, who do you think would have uh, a daddy kink, a, a Jedi or a Sith, or do you think that it's maybe not mutually exclusive? Oh, not likely. mutually exclusive at all, because the Jedi are kidnapped when they're young, so mm. <laughs> not kidnapped, but pretty much forcibly taken from their family. So a lot of them in lore long for their family. Yeah. And I'm sure so that's, that's that's a large part why some of them are drawn to the dark side. I mean, Anakin has a huge mommy problem. and Yes. I would say he probably has both. Yeah. Although the, the daddy part's never explored. No. Well... Oh, my own grandpa. It's time for us to start this show. That's We found what the theme song's for. Mm -hmm. All right, so what do this movie's mermaids have in common with vampires? What do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, They bite you, you become mermaid. Mm -hmm. They get exposed to sunlight, they burn. Yes. Uh, they can transform... Yeah. I don't know I was what going the other for, option was. I was going for immortality and agelessness. Oh, yeah. We had a real uh, what we do in the shadows ending to one of the stories. Uh, which Octopus one? Octopus Grandma. Oh, absolutely. Very <laughs> what we do in the shadows ending to that story. Her 20-something-year-old fiancé bites her and they get all... <laughs> live together for the rest of their mm -hmm. for the rest of existence but they it's uh, important to remember they are the same <laughs> age he just doesn't show any signs of it <laughs> although this this one's kind of related uh why does kai's grandpa hate the mermaids you said it's because he thinks fairy tales are dumb uh but that's not true uh because his wife fell into the ocean 
She was thrown back onto the boat, but then she started on fire. That was his grandma, but... That was his grandmother? Yeah, it was his... I'm pretty sure... Now I have to look it up. Now I'm unconfident. You've it was got Kai's me unconfident. grandmother. Who? Mm. But it was his grandfather's wife. I could have sworn... There is not going to be an easy way for me to look this up, so I just believe you. <laughs> I will not be able to look this up in five seconds. <laughs> and I don't want to edit out five minutes of dead air while I try to check if you're right. <laughs> and you did watch the movie more recent. When did you watch this movie? Uh, this morning. Okay, yeah, so you definitely know. Um, yes, yeah, Susan's wife... Uh, <laughs> Get turned into a mermaid. She gets on the boat. She lights on fire, jumps back into the water, and it looks like she dies. Yeah. But uh, what my problem with it was, how does he know the mermaids did that to her? He wouldn't know. That's not fair. He doesn't know how that works. Sometimes people just be burning. Mm-hmm. That sequence where you, like the flashback, where she's trapped under that thing, genuinely terrifying. Yeah, except uh, she was like, the art made it like, I. she didn't look like a person. <laughs> she was like a blob or something. <laughs> really weird. weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, and then my last multiple choice twi- question, which of Yuho's actions nearly gets Lou killed? You said posting pictures of Lou on Instagram. Unfortunately, that's not true. That's just a thing everybody does and gets away with. Uh, she disappears for a short period yeah. of time, and her yes. father thinks Lou Them did it. mermaids got her. Yeah, them mermaids. She runs away from home and tweets the phrase, hope I don't get eaten by mermaids. Looking good. Uh, moving on to true or false. Look, dude, you look so good. Everyone, you can't see that Wes is wearing a tank top right now. The definition in his shoulders is absolutely minimal. There's no no bulk building right now. He is sleek. Mm-hmm. If you dropped him into the ocean, he would sink so deep. Yeah. And fast, too, because mm-hmm. any dive he does is a pencil dive. And I always have ankle weights when I'm near water. <laughs> Look, the mafia can't do it to him first. He's doing it to himself. He just needs someone to pull the trigger. I, I can't let the mafia win. <laughs> <laughs> they say, hey, look, buddy, you're looking for a pair of concrete shoes. Wait, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> Damn it. He won't let us win. <laughs> <laughs> Boss, we're losing. We're losing to him. <laughs> What's he got? Like five more points? <laughs> boys, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, boys, we gotta run. <laughs> and it's that Scooby-Doo. Like, <laughs> as their legs start spinning around. True or false? Mermaids in this universe eat puppies. No, they just bite them. She rescues all those puppies. Mm-hmm. She does. I love those puppies <laughs> so much. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty great, and the animation for them is fun. I want one. <laughs> I like how when they become mer dogs, mm-hmm. they seem to gain a vast amount of intelligence. Oh, they're so much smart. They can do anything. <laughs> Although maybe these are just dogs who are living at the pound who didn't have the opportunity to flex their intelligence. Uh, they're just dumb dogs. <laughs> if they were so smart, they wouldn't be in the pound. <laughs> They'd be living on the streets like the tramp. Mm-hmm. That's a smart pooch. Mm-hmm. With his mustache and his hat. Who knows how to marry up. <laughs> 
Remember, men, think smart. <laughs> marry up. <laughs> I make it very clear, Kira, every day, either of us get the opportunity to marry a wealthy person. We divorce. We marry the, we marry the wealthy yeah. person. Continue to support the other. <laughs> That's the pact. We so, didn't make there... uh, a... Uh... What is it? Tramp. What's the movie? What's the movie oh, called? Uh, you're thinking of like the spinoff to Lady and the Tramp? Oh, no. I'm saying Lady and the Tramp should have uh-huh. uh, Lady and the Trap, Tramp 1.5, one and a half. Because <laughs> there is a Lady and the Tramp too, yeah. Where we explore the fact that the Tramp kept a side piece. It really frustrates me that you continue, despite me telling you in multiple recorded episodes of this show, that you think that The Lion King one and a half is an exploration of the story rather than an episode of Rift Tracks where Timon and Pumbaa watch The Lion King. Hmm. I guess I only recall seeing them together in the jungle again. So I mm-hmm. guess I can't. Now the Lion King two, the Lion King two is Romeo and Juliet, where we learn that canonically Scar fucked before he died, mm. and most importantly, that Scar's kid and Simba's child, who are cousins, will have sex. <laughs> They're just lions. It's true. It's probably normal for them. <laughs> There's a, But it's important for the kids in the audience that they do say, look, we know we're cousins, but we're lions. This is normal. <laughs> <coughs> and that's why they never made Lion King 3 because they didn't want to show uh, their sickly <laughs> the children. <laughs> the end of the line <laughs> that's <laughs> end of the lion <laughs> um the next true or false question was the shadow stone is a rock in town rumored to show the shadow of your true love you said true that's false shadow Way stone too- is that the sacrificial uh, I am pretty sure that the Shadow Stone is the big rock that casts a shadow over the entire town. It's the titular wall. Oh, it's the wall. Because yeah. there's the the rocks on top of the wall where they sacrifice to the mermaids to appease the curse. And then there was another one where someone sacrificed a mermaid that began the curse. Yeah. Look, I don't know the intricacies of how the Shadow Stone works. I just know it's not the thing that I told you. <laughs> uh, yes, that is true. It uh, has deep magical impact. And because it's all told from people who very explicitly don't remember what it is, it's not clear. Yeah. Keep those traditions, folks. Traditional family values. That's what we're for. Rupert Murdoch, buy us out. <laughs> we'll do whatever you whatever you want. Whatever you want. Do you hear what I said about P.D. Wong? <laughs> <laughs> He'll do that to you. Um, True or false, a mermaid song compels you to follow them until you drown. We had a long conversation about the nature of mermaids and sirens. I forgot to ask my fourth graders about it. Um, I don't think that's prevalent here. It's mentioned at one point, but it's never... It's never demonstrated, so... No, it, it it doesn't happen. Mermaids singing does a completely different thing. You had guessed it makes you fall in love, or it just sounds... It's just noticeable. 
<laughs> the note that I wrote is, or it just sounds, period. So I had the forethought to write the period. Don't know why. Mm, okay. Because yeah. I remember us having a conversation where you're like, oh, is that a mermaid scene? You just notice it. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Do you like it? Take it or leave it. <laughs> it is what it is. Is it a garbage truck at four in the morning? No. I'm not going to seek it out, but I don't mind hearing mm. it. It's fine. It's all right. Um. No, do you remember what happens when Lou starts singing? Uh, They just start jamming along with it. Hell yeah, they do. Everybody's got to keep dancing. Yeah. Look at those little rubber band legs go. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. It's a good scene. I did like watching her legs transform from fishtail to legs. To keep going back and forth where she'd just fall over. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost as funny as Laurel and Hardy... Back in the, is that, did I say the right names? The big guy and the little guy? Yeah. So funny. You should so watch funny. it. It's so funny. So funny. You ever you ever think about when a guy's wearing a black suit, somebody hits him with a bag full of flour. And now his suit's all white. And now his suit's all white. <sighs> what? Man. It kind of does then, age well. <laughs> And then a guy comes out from the bank. He's got a bunch of money. He's, he's looking good. He's got his fresh suit. And then he falls down into mud, bro. Genius. That's <laughs> genius. And then when he gets up, it's, he's covered in mud, dude. His suit's not white anymore. I challenge anyone to not just roll over laughing watching Laurel and Hardy <laughs> presently. You one gotta of them, watch it. It's so One good. of them is bigger than the <laughs> other one. And that's just like the, that's the cherry on top. There's so much depth. <laughs> There's so much why more. Would you, why would I see the strong man at the circus when I could go to the theater and see this? Exactly, exactly. Ethan gets it. Fifteen minutes of discussion about the intricate work of Laurel and Hardy and Ethan <laughs> laughing uncontrollably later. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Do you remember that one Laurel and Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> I just want to say, I mean, don't, no, absolutely no disrespect to the estates of Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> it's probably their great grandchildren at this point. I mean, absolutely no disrespect. I'm sure that your great, <laughs> that your great grandparents were hilarious. And of course, no offense meant towards, uh, who has stop making me bleed who I remember saying at a party that he laughs every time he watches Laurel and <laughs> 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 I'm in a good mood just because I was fake laughing for like three minutes straight <laughs> All right, let's talk more about Ponyo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you to talk more about that. <laughs> um, true or false, Yuko's grandpa wants her wants to commercialize Lou and bring back his theme park. You said true. Uh, you yeah. get a point for that. You said you would love this theme park uh, and that she is just an animal, so it's fine. 
We we never heard her say I dis I she we never heard her disavow the carnival. No, I mean In like fact, the by only, the end she's pretty happy. Yeah, the only time that we see she's not having a good time is when people are taking flash photography of her, which why did they need to? It was so bright in the theater she was performing in. Or when her father approaches her on fire. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> Speaking of Lou's father, I said true or false, Lou's father has a shark tail. You said true. Uh, he has two. Uh, I would... <laughs> there's There's legs... <laughs> But they're shark tails. <laughs> All right, I'll give you the point. I just want to talk about Lou's dad because I think he looks great. <laughs> I think he's amazing. Yeah, it made me wonder how he sired Lou. I, I did not want to ask any questions <laughs> about how the taxonomy of <laughs> the mermaid species works. Yeah, because I have a lot of questions about the taxonomy of mermaids. What's the truest form of mermaid? <laughs> because is it Lou's father or is it Lou? Yeah. Because even so, Lou is not that human-shaped. She's very much a blob. Right. And it's... It also made me wonder about the dog mermaids and the people mermaids. Like, did they have the same kind of power as the true mermaid? I don't know. There was a lot of no, questions. Uh, yes, yes, because um, uh, octopus grandma's husband bites her and she turns into a mermaid. So I, they have the same powers. But can you get on land? Maybe. Also, can he perform aquamancy? Or is that something that only mermaids born to two mermaids can do? I don't know. Lots, lots of questions. Lots of questions. I just think Lou's dad is a cool guy, which leads us into our screenshot. He also doesn't seem very intelligent. Hey, Sometimes a guy just doesn't need to say a lot. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what, <laughs> like, is he self-aware? Like, I'm not sure. It seems like he was just going through the motions. I think he is, especially because of the part, well, actually, now that you say going through the motions, you may be proving me wrong. But I'm thinking the part in the movie where he's trying to get into City Hall. <laughs> and he has to wait, like, six hours for the sun to go down so the shadows can hit the ground in just the right way so he can walk there. Right. Like, I just couldn't tell if he, you know, if maybe that's just a behavior. He simply isn't burdened <laughs> by the difficult things in life. And I think that that's beautiful. Uh, the He's... screen grab is when he comes onto land. Did I miss? Why did he come onto land? <laughs> just because. He just started to because his daughter was? I assume he's looking for Lou. Okay. But he immediately gets to work. My man's got to work. He, he came in a suit. He's here to work. He does this thing where... Are, were the fish alive or... I don't know what exactly he's doing, but he touches his tooth to the fish and mm -hmm. then puts them in a box where these fishermen put ice on them. Yes. So th these uh, these fishermen are trying to... So they've, they've all caught live fish. They're doing that thing where you drain the blood out of them mm -hmm. so that they stay preserved. So what they think he's doing is he's helping them preserve the fish because they hadn't been taught how to do it yet. Gotcha. Uh, and so he does uh, by turning them all into mermaids. They're not going to go bad because they can never die. Uh, I like the part later in the movie where a bunch of fish skeletons escape from the sushi restaurant and start yes. dancing in the street. Uh -huh. It made me wonder, it made me look up to see if Tim Burton directed this. <laughs> From the wild mind of Tim Burton. 
from the director of Frankenweenie. Sorry, I forgot that he has a very specific terminology that he uses in his own productions, which is from the twisted yes, mind of yes. Tim Burton. <laughs> I was sorry, Burton heads. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. I guess there's not much more to say until the just the review. Yeah. Um. Let's see. You said two hapless sailor men who are serving as the comedic relief of the movie. No. I'll give you half a point because they're not there for the whole movie, but they are comedic relief. Which again is hard to say about a movie that's not very heavy to begin with. Right. Yeah. Pretty much everyone serves that purpose at some point. Yeah. The only bummer is Kai, and everybody else is just having a good time. Right. Uh. You said they're doing like the sitcom huh which they very much are mm-hmm. uh you said that you kept hedging your bets on whether or not the big shark thing was lou and when i pressed you on it you said it was yeah no it's the papa uh-huh uh so for the screenshot oh you also said this is probably in the beginning of the second act and i think it is yes so the screenshot nets you two and a half points, which brings you to an overall total of nine and a half points. Mm. You want to talk about it first? Or you want to check your toxicity level first? Uh, let's talk about it first. All right, Wes, would you watch this movie again? I think so. Um, mm. It's just a fun little movie. There's mm-hmm there's nothing really heavy about it there's no real uh it's just a story about friendship mm-hmm. um i did like the animation style i liked how it came across as more formal at the beginning but then as we reached the mm-hmm. end it became like very very fluid mm-hmm. um and there was a lot of like thematic uh, weight to that decision, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, and yeah, it was again the only thing that kind of threw me for a loop was the the age and him screaming "I love you, I love you, I love you" to. This little girl mermaid, and like I, I kept trying to convince myself like he's just saying it as friends. But then I kept mm-hmm. thinking about how every time she kissed him to give him breath underwater, he just kept blushing over and over. I'm like okay, dude, the first time I could understand anyone blushing, the second time and the third time, <sighs> chill out. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have anything else to add. I also really like this movie. I think it's just a really fun and nice watch. Like, you don't have to be in any particular mood to watch this movie because it's just it's just fun to look at. Yeah. It's, the story's it's not cute. heavy or anything. It's really pretty. One of my favorite shots in the movie is uh, at the end when they, they make the town more suitable for mermaids to walk through and they put all the umbrellas over the street mm-hmm. and the way that they have the light coming down through. It's just really pretty. Yeah. It's only for a split second. Mm-hmm. I love the way Lou moves. I love the way the mer dogs move. Mm-hmm. Lou's dad is great. Um, I haven't talked about the woman who works uh, at the public broadcasting system, but I think she's really cool. <laughs> yeah. She commandeers a bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I talked so little about the other humans in this movie, but I think they're fun. Yeah. There's not much to explore. Yeah. They're, they're, none of the characters are like, I don't want to say they're not well-developed. They're just not fleshed out. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, right? and the story just doesn't really call for it. Right. They don't need to be. It's not a character-driven story for them. Yeah. I think there's some really sentimental moments with Kai's grandpa and his dad and, you know, his relationship to music and then yeah. I feel Kai's like the, divorced parents. Uh, the animation is like the the real driving force of this exactly like this you don't need this script because the fluidness of the animation and the character expression tells you everything you need to know right 
I like this movie a lot. I watched it just for fun one day because I wanted to watch more of this director's movies. A lot of his stuff just kind of looks weird, mm. which is why I was drawn to it. He had a movie that came out this year, which I really want to check out, uh, called Inu O. It is a historical fiction thing where a god comes down to like samurai era Japan and shows them rock and roll music. <laughs> and the whole thing is just a concert. And I think it sounds cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh did this movie make you a fucking weeb? Or could it have? I feel like if anime was more like this then I could have I could. But I know animation isn't like this movie. <laughs> Anime isn't like this movie, so... Well, buddy, let me tell you, we're heading into the weird zone, and this is the place where I actually enjoy watching anime, because everything I've shown you before is basically the anime equivalent of homework. There's weird stuff for you. Jujutsu Kaisen was homework? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is modern-day homework. Uh, I do, but it's homework that I enjoy. What what's the criticism with this movie in Panyo? I know. Yeah, the, yeah. The so, premise um, this of movie, Panyo. Yeah, exactly. So Panyo, for those of you that don't know, is a Studio Ghibli movie about uh, a little girl that comes from the water, um, who I don't. I've never seen it. I'm not interested in it because everyone that I've talked to tells me that the story is like kind of boring. Um. There's a lot of overlap between the quote-unquote stories of Lou over the wall and Ponyo. Because I think there's a boy who does fall in love with Ponyo, the girl. Yeah. Um, there's an under... The only difference in Ponyo is you do get to see the underwater city where all the mer people live. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of similarities between the two. It's just whether you want to watch a Studio Ghibli movie or you don't. <laughs> And as people who listen to this so far know, I, I don't. I, I just don't. I am tempted to watch Ponyo. I know I should probably watch it. I just like this one a lot. And I, the entire time I'm watching Ponyo, I'm going to be comparing it to this. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm tempted to watch Ponyo. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, man, if you want to quiz me on Ponyo later, <laughs> feel free. But I'm not going to watch that movie of my own volition. <laughs> this Bachelor <show> Party. Yeah. <laughs> you know what gets me in the mood to get married? A boring Studio Ghibli. <laughs> the entire Studio Ghibli. Oh, God. I couldn't fucking do that. I would, I would fall asleep so fast. <laughs> While wow, there's a stripper dancing on you. <laughs> <laughs> we got Hey, we got, <laughs> we got the wind also rises playing in the background. We got the strippers on poles. We got the groom asleep. And we got steaks. Everyone's got steaks. We got steaks on chests, baby. This is a bachelor party. I remember one year for my birthday. <laughs> This is when a stripper so, was dancing on you. When a stripper was dancing on my birthday, I was 14 years old. Um, no, um, I was thinking of steaks on chests, and I was imagining at my bachelor party where all we all have to eat steaks off of our bare chests, and that's like part of the fun. Is it off of each other's bare chests? No, or you own? get a steak. You get a steak, and it's on your chest. Yeah. You got to eat it fast because it's burning you. Uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> this is a thing people do no this isn't a thing you do this is just what i was picturing because um when i was a kid uh at one of my birthday parties it was pretty small it was just me and a couple of friends from the neighborhood and i decided AKA for my birthday family. my family <laughs> uh i decided um that i think it would be fun if we all had to eat birthday cake but we weren't allowed to use any utensils or uh, our hands, and you had to eat it with just your mouth. Um, and I thought that would be a fun thing to do, and it was. 
But one of the guys who was at the party was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Where is he it's now? another kid. Same age as me. I don't even care. I don't know, man. I, I knew him when I was in grade school, and then he moved away, and then he moved back when I, we were in high school. He had somehow become even more petted and worse. <laughs> One of his favorite—I was in history class with him, which is the worst class I could have been in. I had never used—I had never heard the word ostensibly used more <laughs> times from a single individual— he was clocking in at maybe two uses per class, per 45-minute class period. Wow. Using it correctly? I'm guessing no. Uh, I believe he was using it correctly. Hmm. To this day, I'm still not sure what it means, out of spite. Not entirely sure either. Let's look it up. Anyone check the record? I know I've used it on this podcast before. It's simply, I think. Apparently or purportedly, but perhaps not actually. It's a word that means nothing. So it's like <laughs> someone is portrayed as a blue collar type, ostensibly a carpenter. So it's possible. It, it, to me, this sounds like a filler word that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something that is apparent but you're making a guess. So it's yeah. like there's an implication of yeah. It's like an yeah. it's like for example. Ah, so instead <laughs> So instead of saying ostensibly, you could possibly use the much simpler word maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could remove most adverbs <laughs> from the English language and change little. Yeah, you could probably just get away with most adverbs in general. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Wes, next episode, our goal, no adverbs. <laughs> and then I'll set the goal for the episode after that, no verbs. Des- oh. <laughs> Describe this movie using no adjectives. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see Laurel and Hardy do that. <laughs> I, I happen to have a, a, a movie news website pulled up. This is something completely unrelated. And there was a review for this movie. and But I thought it was a review for the new National Treasure TV, TV series. So I thought it said National Treasure Review... Luke Guilford's queer rodeo coming of age story is a promising debut. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> where, where do they take this series? But no, it's a movie called National Anthem. Oh, that's pretty different. Yeah. Anyways, um, what are your toxicity new... questions? Yeah, I was just adding a new tab so that I could properly track your score because i realize i haven't updated it since we started this and people might be interested to see what you're looking at in terms of your ratios you're about to get fucking ratioed bro again i thought you were gonna say something very different <laughs> you're about to get fucking blown <laughs> well it just assumes i'm constantly talking about blowjobs yeah any psychiatrist or psychologist listen to this podcast can pick apart why that might be. <laughs> pick apart my psyche. I would love, I just need to go to therapy. I think that's, at the end of the day, I need to go to therapy. Every day I think I should start going to therapy. And I don't. Why start before marriage? <laughs> <laughs> surely, surely I have no deep thoughts which I should unpack before going into a lifelong commitment. <clears throat> I'm normal. <laughs> All right, uh, toxicity number one. Does this movie look too weird? Eh, no, I don't think so. I think there's definitely some anime people who probably think it does. But Mm -hmm. to me, it reminded me of uh, Tuka and Birdie, kind of. Do you ever watch Tuka Hmm. and Birdie? No, I never got around to it. So I know generally what Similar animation styles, kind of loosey-goosey. 
I'll give you a weeb point for that, for being uh, open-minded. I think for the most part, weebs would say that this movie is fine and that, like, a normie audience person who doesn't interact with anime would go, like, this looks too cartoony. You know you know how people disregard animation as a, as a medium? Uh, how do you feel about the mythology of this movie? Uh, it's largely unimportant. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's not much there. Mm-hmm. And, but at the end of the day, you, you don't really need it. As long as you understand mermaid bite person, person turn into mermaid, then you you get it. I don't really understand the sun part of it, but, uh, you know, I went, I just went along. I'll give you one weeb and one normie because saying that it doesn't matter gets you a normie, but saying you don't need to know also gets you a weeb. Mm. Being a weeb is about embracing things blindly without question. (laughs) And lastly, this is a fun one. Do you ship Kai and Lou? No. I don't think I've ever heard you say no <laughs> to something faster. It's this is like the whole reason why I just can't get into anime. There's it's mm-hmm. just too many weird romantic relationships that just make me too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And again, if you were a weeb, you would be like, it's just what it is, and then you let it wash over you. But because you haven't hit that wall where you've just been exposed to so much of it that you just give up because you know it's not... You You can't expect anything better <laughs> from it. Wow, what a sad state of affairs. <laughs> it's like, you watch something and you go, oh, I don't like it, but that's just exactly what it was going to be the whole time. And that's what happens when you become a weeb. You just accept misogyny (laughs) you accept misogyny you accept the garbage that you're dealt i've been trying to be better i've been trying to read more stuff written by uh women and produced by women from japan but let me tell you internalized misogyny still comes through um yeah i would imagine and they probably also just know the audience and what the audience is expecting exactly so they're playing to it Mm -hmm. producers editors they'll always get their hands involved and make it something that you don't necessarily agree with i mean what if he accidentally grabs her boobs i hate that i will now drop any show where that happens (laughs) well then i guess you won't be watching adventure of time (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's when you were like getting excited about adventures of die as soon as you mentioned that part i was like no i'm not gonna do it (laughs) Don't care. Don't care what it is. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna get involved. Um, yeah, I was thinking. You know, one of the one of the big anime that pe- people always recommend is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. At the end of the show, I was probably just gonna tell you to go watch that because you like Avatar. <laughs> is there um, accidental boob touching in it? No, there is not. Uh, it is written by a woman, so that does not happen. Mm. Um, there is, however, one of the problems that you would see in this movie where they are both children, but they do fall in love. But one of them looks very much too small. The other is a giant suit of armor. It's like... Just like the anime culture in japan is like this weird part of conservatism where it's not like expressing modesty at all costs but like Mm -hmm. objectivity (laughs) like i feel like that's a a huge part of conservatism is when it's just like and where it's not only objectifying someone but like that's part of the joke like, this is how it must be? I, I think I'm trying to understand. Where it's like someone accidentally touches someone's boobs, <clears throat> and then that's the joke. Yeah. But it's, think... it's not like like leftist body positivity. No. Where no, it's like <laughs> we're looking for like liberating bodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just these are people 
because they were drawn by a man who wanted to draw them that way with huge breasts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a tough thing. All right. Let me go ahead and calculate your overall normie points, weeb points, and degenerate points, just to see what we're looking at. Uh, just a heads up, I don't think you're shaking <laughs> your normie nature anytime soon. Yeah, I figured. Um, Even though I know you think that's the worst. Your name... No, degenerates are the worst. <laughs> I talked to so many normies <laughs> because I have no choice. I was at a party with Kira's friends the other night and uh, we were playing uh, a board game or a trivia game and a question came up about Naruto and someone got super psyched and as they were excited I was like oh so you like normie shit <laughs> out loud to the entire room. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Way to um, deflate their balloon. <laughs> yeah, and so everyone was like having fun, and then I became the enemy. And then the trivia question was red. Uh, I buzzed in first, and I got the answer right. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, so you're going to fucking <laughs> call it normie shit and then get the question right? And I went, it's normie shit because I know the answer. <laughs> I know that it's normie because I know everything about the property. <laughs> I'm allowed to say this. <laughs> I just know more than you. <laughs> uh, for your name, you got one weeb, one degenerate. Oh, God, I asked so many questions for this one. Two normie. And then one of each of the others. And I think that's it. I think that's all the quizzes we've done so far. Cool. I'll double check the scores, but right now, Wes, you are sitting pretty Wit, you're sitting so pretty. Thank you. Look at his posture. Wow, just full of compliments for me today. Look, I I rag on you a lot, but I think sometimes people don't know that you're my friend because you're not my best man, and you absolutely would never be, and I never considered it for a second. <laughs> and for everyone uh, who's curious who his best man is, so am I. <laughs> I've said it on the show. Who? It's Daryl. I thought Daryl was the officiant. He's both. Wow. Pick one or the other. Share some <laughs> of the love. No. <laughs> you don't even get a cool title. You're the guy that brings the naked steaks. <laughs> I'm steak dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're steak dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Wes, you have three degenerate points. I do caution you because uh, your weeb counter isn't much higher at four. <laughs> but you're pretty hard in this triangle with 12 normie points. God damn right. What could I possibly expect from someone watching anime for their first time? <laughs> to be anything but a normie. Yeah. When it's on me for expecting different. The closest I've been to enjoying anime is just watching Pokemon, and I would say that's the most normie mm-hmm. you can get when it comes to anime. Pokemon is truly so normie that my brain does not consider it anime. <laughs> right? Like, I often don't <laughs> either. <laughs> like, I, I, do, I do a thing. Kira and I will watch uh, anime opening quiz videos where, like, it'll play five seconds of audio from an anime opening uh-huh. and you're supposed to guess what show it's from. Yeah. If Pokemon ever comes onto one of those lists and they always use the English opening, I go, this doesn't count. Why is it here? <laughs> and like other openings will come on too. Cause like the Digimon English opening will sometimes be on those lists and I go, fuck yeah, that's anime. <laughs> it's just whether it has like an international presence or not. I mean, shit, even Yu-Gi-Oh! will show up on those lists and I'm fine. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z, probably co-opted more so by the West than it is in Japan. Naruto is definitely more beloved in America than it is in Japan. 
I recently, there was someone who picked up some of the Adventure of Die manga books, and they're like, what mm-hmm. is this Dragon Ball Z ripoff? I was like, it's Dragon Quest made by the same guy. It's super popular in Japan. And he's like, yeah, popular in Japan, not here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I get as xenophobic as possible, 11-year-old. That kid probably doesn't even know what's popular in the industry right now anyway. <laughs> right? I do. Yeah. I'm smarter than him. <laughs> I'm smarter than him. I'm 15 years older than he is. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan... 10, Steven, 8, and me, 59.75. Oh, catching up. You're, you've got 30 points you can get over the next five quizzes. Next week, or the week after, we'll be back with Kathy. Mm-hmm. Follow- it's going to be a double quiz episode, so I'm going to shorten it. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at E Geese. You can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwe. And remember to train. Get stronger. Train. Choo choo choo. <laughs>